You wasn't saying any of that shit prior to my arrival. So not see this is this is this, this shit that he wants to do when he wants to get on air, right? This is why we don't start on time. This is why shit doesn't start on time. Because you want to sit here and lie to the American people about not wanting me to be here. Nigga, you've been happy for the arrival all day. But now we get on camera, you want to front. We have people watching from Canada as well. Hey. And India. I Well, I don't know about that. Well, Probably I'm, Japan. Spotlight has a lot of, a lot of uh, viewers, followers on there. Yeah, and, and they're happy that I've returned. But you were happy until you decide that you want us to go live and then you want to you put on this, this whole facade. Get your life together. Get it all together. Like, get, get it together, yo. Get well, yourself together. I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry my, my life is not as together as you. Okay. I can't take trips in the middle, in the middle of us he, doing he, he, all these he true heel heats, all I this day. news going on, and you want to take trips. And you want to be gone for three or four episodes and then come in for 10 minutes of an episode and get roasted for about 10 minutes. Um, so, 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 first of all, that, that, that session was like probably like one of the greatest sessions in true hill heat history, might I add. You know what I mean? It's good to get a little drop in and, and, and get my man, what, was it Daniel or Daniel Bryan or Brian or Brian? Was it Brian? Yes, it was Brian. It was Brian. It was definitely you know, Brian. You see, at least I got that part right. Yeah, you did. I got that part right. You know what I mean? Instead of everybody hating, hating on the movements that we trying to make, people hating on when I go away and take my trips, people hating on Hove joining the NFL. Like, what's up with y'all? When we try to make power moves, everybody want to start hating. And they want to start, oh, you sold out, or you want to come up to this. You see, I know you got mad opinions about that, but you're not going to be allowed to talk about them. Because you know why? Because you're great at wrestling talk, buddy. So stay away from that. You don't want the smoke there. Hey, we'll talk about it on Toxic Talk. Welcome, everyone, to the Pro Wrestling Spotlight presents True Hill Heat 45. We are live at True Hill headquarters, True Hill studios, and we are here to discuss everything that's going on in the pro wrestling world. We got breaking news going on about Wait, John wait, Moxley. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So before we even begin, before we even begin, you promised me, and the only reason why I came back to this cesspool is that you told me that my Chrissy Love was going to be here. Oh, well, Chrissy, Chrissy is on vacation. She's boondoggling again. She's on, she's on vacation. But, but you get on me when I go away. But she's done boondoggles from how many episodes when you promised me that she was going to be here. I miss her way, way more than I could ever miss you in any point of my life. Well, she did a whole episode where she moderated, she hosted, her because and Janelle she, from HR because, held it down Because for she is awesome. Yes. I miss I you. Like, you were the reason. I know you were the reason. Yo, your producer, do not tell me what to do. Do <laughs> not tell me what to do. Do not tell me what to do. God damn it. We don't, we don't need the WWE, like, when there's a six-man tag and they want to shake the camera going on. We don't need that going we, on. Yo, yo, we like hot tags. Right? We like hot tags. So sometimes when you, 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 get, you get pumped, you get the hot tag. So when you feel that rumble, when you see the shake, just know that you're in it. But where's Chris? Yo, we're, first of all, we're way too close right now. We couldn't even, I couldn't even finish like my introduction. Like, why are you so Because hyper? I need, because I'm back. What the fuck? Like, I'm actually, like, really? Like, I mean, I miss these, I miss these scumbags on here. 
you miss getting getting roasted and Oh, insulted. I told you. I was like the greatest 10 minutes ever. That's why you wore your Titans hat again? Oh, yeah. This hat is literally for Austin. And guess who's on the back of it, you some bitch? That's me. God damn it. I made the team. You made the team? I did. That's why. Oh, that's why you're over in London. They were doing special tryouts in London for Top Gun. Oh, yeah. We had joint practice with the Patriots. And, you know, we lost to them in the preseason. But, you know, it's all good, though. Thank God they tested Things on, are looking up. Thank God they test on uh, performance enhancement drugs and not alcohol. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if I definitely would have failed if they, were, if, if they would have done alcohol testing, I would have definitely failed, like, all the way. Yes. I'm like the Josh Gordon of alcohol. But we are not here to talk about Top Guy JJ's imaginary football career. We are here to talk about the wrestling world. So we're going to be talking about John Moxley and an apparent elbow infection, which has brought big changes to All Out. We're going to be talking about the impending Wednesday night war between NXT on USA and AEW on TNT. We're going to be talking about the man's man proposing to the man and who will be the groom and the bride and we're going to be previewing and talking about the Super J Cup 2019. So welcome. My name is, it's Defeat, the True Hill Phenom himself, SP3. And yes, welcome back. The resident True Hill alcoholic. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, yes, yes. Let's, 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 get, let's get the shenanigans started, yo. Like seriously, what, what, what are we waiting for? Top guy JJ. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's talk about it. Y'all wanted him back. Y'all all, all said, y'all all said. Top, I missed y'all. Top guy JJ. We put up a post because we celebrated our two-year anniversary of True Hill Heat uh, this, this past week. And we put up a post. And all you guys could say is how you enjoy either roasting Top Guy JJ or enjoy his Here, many producer guy. Producer guy. Yes, and we have a special, a special uh, guest producer. One, um, uh, he is he is a person that actually was in the True Hill Trinity before. Yes, the True Hill Trinity, the top True three. Hill Trinity in the building. Yes, the top three conversation starters. So thank you for our special guest producer, Romeo, the True Face himself, Romeo, with his can't miss picks. So we're gonna be talking about the Super J Cup in a little bit, and we're gonna get Romeo's can't miss picks on that. Oh, so he's like a true troll as well. What? Yeah, he's like that, a, he's, that. That's just the rumor. That's just the rumor. Troll, it yo, hasn't been never been confirmed. I will say his trolling is to the max. But but it's never been confirmed. That's just a, a, a oh no, nah, a, nah, nah, a dirty dirty rumor. That's what I. If, if anybody even pays any attention to the page, you clearly know trolling is on like two thousand. No, he really loves Charlotte Flair. No, oh, oh that, that's the only thing that's real. <laughs> well, that's the only thing that's real because the obsession with Charlotte. Oh my God! Listen, Andrade. Have you, you better, seen his Charlotte appreciation post? Uh, I know it has up to. It's like a, almost up to three hundred comments already. Or his Becky complaint thread. That one's almost up to two hundred comments. And now his new Mandy Rose uh, appreciation thread. You are the man for that one. <laughs> like that one was like, yes, my guy. Yes, my guy has come up with a thread that makes sense. There you go. A thread that you can agree with. Absolutely. So, oh, so my God. Speaking of our conversation starters, gift, of course. we got to start off every true hill, th hill heat the same. I'm messing up my words because you're Yo, already Yeah, my man is drinks. slurring his words. Like, are you nervous that the that, that, that I'm back? Like, I, I, it, it, are you afraid to lose tonight I on 445? I was very comfortable with Chrissy Love. When it was just me and Chrissy Love, 
It was it was it was copacetic. It was great. Brian was here. Brian was great. We we had a couple of great guests, and now you're back, and now I just feel off. No, no, um, he just all fucked up, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. So our True Hill roll call is where we shout out those that are supporting the True Hills group page, the Pro Wrestling Spotlight, or our YouTube channel. So we got to shout out our top three conversation starters. Coming in at number three is from Beyond Three Counts, our own NK. NK, we still need to learn how to pronounce your name. So if you're watching right now, please put it in like syllables and parentheses, how we pronounce your name. But NK comes in at number three. Coming in at number two is the true face himself, Steve Salvage, our resident uh, Simon, Simon Miller from Woke Culture. That is our resident Simon Miller from Woke Culture, Steve Salvage. And then back at number one, once again, is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Shouting out a couple of the true hills. We got Ted Williams, Jermaine uh, Pacman. He just entered the top 10 conversation starters. Jarrett Nesby, uh, Matthew Young, Cor- Corey Cox, Gerard Tom Lito, and Erica Schmidt. And a big shout out to a new subscriber to our YouTube channel, Desdel Midoret. And he put his whole comment in Spanish. I Google Translate to appreciate that comment. So I learned what you said. Thank you for supporting us on our YouTube channel. And then a special shout out to Battle Club Pro and their next big event next month, the 28th of September, the same day as New Japan. Before you hit New Japan, you need to come on out to Brooklyn for Battle Club Pro. Brooklyn. Anything you can do. Brooklyn. Are you going to show up this time? Probably not. So worse. Probably not. Worse. Worse. Battle Club Pro, anything you can do on September 28th in Brooklyn. Tessa Blanchard versus uh, Darius. Uh, no, Tessa Blanchard versus Anthony Bowens, the BC, BCP heavyweight champion. So that's going to be a big one. We got uh, Darius Carter versus Jordan Grace. So a bunch of intergender matchups coming up. LAX is going to be on the card. So come on out to Brooklyn on September 28th. Let's hear from the spotlight and the true hills before we get into our top news. All right, Chris Gutierrez said 30 seconds in. He already misses Chrissy. <laughs> I mean, listen, I missed her as soon as this damn shit went on. Absolutely. I did as well. I think, I think that's unanimous across the board. Everyone misses Chrissy Love. And Nick Jackson says JJ hits the table more than Dr. Dre hit Michelle. <laughs> okay, first of all, wow. first of all, this is a table and not a woman. Okay. I will hit this table as much as I want, but I ain't putting my hands. I ain't. That is the worst comparison ever. Wow. Jeez. Like, God damn, y'all. I'm not going to touch on that one. Yo, 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 y'all got some screws loose up there. Yo, this is a wooden table. You're talking about how a dude hits a chick. Like, let, 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 let's put a pause to that real quick. Anything else? And Chrissy Love sends her love. Ah, uh, thank you, Chrissy. We, we miss you very much. Thank you to Janelle from HR from the Jobber Tears podcast for supporting us on True Hill Heat 44, filling in for me and Top Guy JJ. You ladies did an excellent job, and we learned the perspective of the female wrestling fan. So we appreciate you guys answering those questions. And I see you're commenting. What? What are you? Who are you answering back to? Um, literally Nick Jackson. Literally my girl Chrissy. Um, I haven't seen anything crazy interesting from the trolls yet, but you know. You're waiting, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want all the smoke. He's back for the smoke. 
So we got to get into our top news. So this is big breaking news. If you haven't heard already, you haven't been on social media, and this is the first thing you are seeing, John Moxley is out of AEW All Out on August 31st. He has suffered an elbow infection, a MRSA, M-R-S-A, a MRSA, to his elbow, and he is going to be getting surgery. He's going to be out of All Out. He will not be competing against Kenny Omega at this big event in Chicago inside the Sears Center. Instead, AEW did not waste any time. Really? They didn't let it go to the dirt sheets. They didn't let it go anywhere within about 10 to 15 minutes of John Moxley putting out the tweet announcing that he is out of all out. AEW announces his replacement will be none other than Pac. P-A-C, a.k.a. formerly known as Neville, the former king of the cruiserweights, the former Dragon Gate heavyweight champion, the man that lost it just a few months ago to Ben K out in Japan. He is back, and he is going to be at AEW All Out. The original plan, if you guys don't remember, we talked about it on True Hill Heat a few months back, that the original plan for All Out was to have Pac versus Kenny Omega. Pac was supposed to either win or lose against Hangman Page. We haven't really heard whether, whether or not that was going to go, but that was supposed to lead into a big feud with Kenny Omega. Because of Pac being the Dragon Gate champion, the, cha the plans changed. Pac was taken off of Double or Nothing, so we didn't see his debut in AEW, but we will see it in Chicago. It is Pac versus Kenny Omega, a dream match, the replacement for John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. What are your thoughts on this big elbow infection to John Moxley, him being out of All Out, and the new match being announced? First of all, shout out to, to Mox, man, man. He, he had literally one of the fastest turnarounds and fastest rises of 2019 that any wrestler could have imaginable. So this is extremely unfortunate that, that this happened now because th this could have been on, on, on a grand scale his biggest match, period. This probably would have been his, one of his greatest wrestling matches, period. And now this happens. And, 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 and you know, I'm glad that he got it out and he confirmed it, make sure that there was no, 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 no loose ends around this or no craziness. But it, it, it's really unfortunate, and it, and it kind of took, uh, it, it deflated me a little bit when I, when I heard this news, because that was really one of the matches I was really, really looking forward to to this card ever since the Double or Nothing pay-per-view occurred. And now, you get this replacement with Pac, and it's, damn. It's like the like, best damn. possible replacement. Like, <laughs> they literally, like, they, 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 they did that as quick as Thanos snapped his damn fingers. Like that shit was pretty awesome as far as and it, it and it fit perfectly. And it just literally it fit perfectly. As I think you might have touched on this before, that that might have been the original plans for this show. But obviously, with Moxley, you know, shocking the world and leaving there and then coming here and then and then making headway and then making waves. They obviously, you know, they they went with as, as my girl Chrissy calls it, hot girl summer Moxley. You know. They, they changed their plans, but now it's back to the original. So, I mean, this is going to be a goddamn on a fucking awesome match. I, I, I think this is going to be the match of the night now. Like, I was kind of selling my friends that I thought the latter match between the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks was 
by far the best match. It's going to be the best match on the card. Now it has some competition. Pac versus Kenny Omega is a match that I've wanted to see since they made the announcement for AEW and Pac coming on board and Kenny Omega signing. I've wanted to see this match. I know a lot of folks have wanted to see this match, and this is going to be amazing. And the year that Pac's had, he's had great matches all over Dragon Gate. So to finally see him here in the U.S., in Chicago, I'm going to be there live. I know a lot of you guys are, so that's going to be amazing to see. But what are your thoughts for, like, the anti-AEW crowd or, or how other folks like to call it, the WWE marks of the world, <laughs> the WWE fanboys who are, like, going to criticize AEW because this is the second big show in a row that they've had to change a big match. First, All right. Double or nothing with the Hangman Page and Pac match, and now John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Okay, first of all, who, who can control MRSA? Like, this is real-life shit. This really happened to him. He really has a fucking full-blown infection in his elbow. And if anybody, I am actually, I've had, I've been a victim of severe staph infections. The shit demobilizes your body part. You can't do a goddamn thing with that body part whatsoever until that shit is out of your system. When it's out of your system, then you now have to get the muscle back in it. You have to rebuild your muscle memory. You have to get the functionality back to it. And he's using the elbow to hit you. So now he has to, one, be able to take the contact, deliver the contact, and get the muscle back into it. So this is real shit. What can he possibly do about that? He can't have this half-ass match on the biggest show, probably the biggest show of, of AEW's year. And, and, and then potentially, one, not only fuck up his year and, and, and spoil his name against the hottest wrestler in the company. Dude, this is real shit. So fuck anybody that has anything anti to say about it because you're an idiot if you have anything anti to say about it. Now, what y'all should be commending is how quick AEW came up with this really great contingency plan of really filling it in with one of the hottest, hottest stars on the indie scene. Everybody wanted Pac last year. We got him now. So I don't see any issue with it. This should not be a single problem with it. But of course... There's wrestling fans out there, the people that I can't stand the most besides my true heels and spotlight. But besides you guys, I really cannot stand wrestling fans because you guys are fucking idiots. But what about what about uh, the uh, other contrarian argument of uh, this being basically an indictment against them being allowed to go to other companies? Because the John Moxley injury, of course can be directly pointed at the, the fact that he had nine grueling matches in Japan in the hardest tournament that there is in professional wrestling, the G1. If you watch his matches with Ishii, you, even if you saw his matches most recently against Pentagon over in Poughkeepsie, I was there live. These are the type of matches that lead to, to these type of injuries that take him out of a big show like All Out. So what do you think of it as an indictment against AEW having a partnership with places or allowing their superstars to go to New Japan and other independent Give promotions? me an elbow sprain. Give me a torn bicep. Give me something that he did during a wrestling match. Mercer's an infection. It's a bacteria infection. It's a bacteria infection. This shit could have happened anywhere. Any city he could have been in, the shit could have happened in Houston, the shit could have happened in Japan, it could have happened in the UK. This would be the same tour that he would be going on in AEW. It could have happened anywhere. Any bacteria infection, what can you possibly do about it? What the fuck, you're going to sit there and, and have a, a fucking, one of those beds where, you, where you, you, the whole shit is stripped in, like, in a, a, like the yellow jacket, like, you're, like you're, you're separated from the fucking world, like you're a toxic threat to society? Like, no, like, th this, this 
is truly something that is completely unfortunate and that is not in his control. This is this did not happen during a match. This hap this is a buildup. This is a bacteria buildup. So anywhere this could have happened. It could have happened in AEW, could have happened in WWE, could have happened in New Japan, could have happened anywhere. So any contrarian or any idiot that thinks otherwise, exactly I literally just covered it. You're an idiot. Let's let's talk to the idiots and non-idiots of the world on World Wrestling Spotlight and True Hills. How would you guys think about John Moxley's elbow infection and of course Pop versus Kenny Omega at All Out? Chris Gutierrez says, according to Brad Shepard, Moxley's ligaments <laughs> in his elbow are made out of Laffy Taffy. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love I love that reference. I love the I love the completely fictional reference because mm-hmm. he gets everything wrong. Brad Shepard. So Brad Shepard literally, I believe, is the news reporter troll of the year. <laughs> he is literally he's epic. He literally has an epic following and just delivers wrong news to piss people off all the time. This shit is fucking la it is so awesome. I think who whoever follows Brad Shepard, just give Brad Shepard a follow so you can get a bunch of fake news. He's literally kayfabe news on Twitter. The fact that people for months were like posted his uh tweets as like actual news and it like took multiple it's times that he did Like I knew it's from hilarious. the first Brad Shepard tweet that I that I saw he was full of shit. Yo, that shit even got Rusev replying to him, yo. That shit even got yo He's over. Actual wrestlers is really legit like replying to shit that he's trolling. Yo, his trolling is as high as Romeo's is. <laughs> Brad Shepard, Br- Romeo. Brad Shepard and Romeo are definitely related. You guys put in the comments section they who are definitely you think related. Is, is the better troll. They are definitely related. Just a news reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in the spotlight in the True Hills? Uh, Bruno AB feels like Pac versus Omega is going to be one of those ducking awesome things that happens in wrestling by accident. Meaning it wasn't planned at all, and it could go down in the books as one of the best matches ever. Whoa! Clearly, ever. clearly got an auto, clearly got an correct with the ducking reference. <laughs> you know, you know, that's that iPhone shit. iPhone does not allow curses, so you have to actually go back and and retype that. Because I'm pretty sure my Peruvian pimp did not sit here and say, or the stallion now would not want to use upgrade. the words ducking in his comments. He upgraded to stallion because just he's saying training. he's training now. He's training to be yeah. Like the next yeah, 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 you know. Okay, I mean, he hurt him, by the way, he hurt his leg. He's on crutches. Oh, man. Prayers for Bruno. Praise, pray, hashtag prayer for, Br- prayer I, for Bruno. I, I heard that baby pray Seth has something to do with that. I... I heard it was a mystery. I heard baby, I heard you ba- think it was That's him? why baby That's Seth why isn't here tonight. That's why he's not here right now. Put it in the comments section what you guys think. Do you think baby Seth was behind the attack of why Bruno AB is in crutches? Oh my God. What a, what a conspiracy theory right there. Get Brad Shepard on it. Yes, Brad Shepard. Watch out for his tweets. He's going to let us know who Brad Shepard is. is definitely more factual than Dave Meltzer. Or, or maybe it's a lookalike of Baby Seth that attacked Bruno A.V. Like Rowan, like the two Vintners on SmackDown. I, I really thought that we were going to shy away from this WWE <laughs> shit longer. We're going to get to that. I we're thought we were going to shy it. away from Anything this shit longer. Anything else from the spotlight, Truels? All right. We got to get into the other big news of this week. We had this breaking news with John Moxley, but the big top news of the week is, of course, NXT to the USA Network. It was announced earlier this week by the Wrestling Observer that WWE was officially putting NXT in um, on 
on Fox or Fox Sports Net or, or Fox uh, Sports One. That that conversation we talked about on True Hill Heat uh, 43. Then earlier this week, I think about Monday, uh, Wrestling Observer and Uncle Dave Meltzer announced that NXT was actually going to the USA Network starting on September 18th. And that news was announced officially on WWE's website on Tuesday. This, of course, upset uh, apparently Fox representatives that went to affiliates and let them know that NXT was going to FS1. This also is a game changer because, ah, let me see my notes here. USA's deal is for $60 million for two years for TV rights. And because FS1 is not available in as many homes as TNT and USA, as well as USA being known for wrestling fans for the for uh, the WWE and for wrestling, this is the reason why USA Network was chosen over FS1. This move and deal will also lead to a major pay increase for the NXT talent, as the top talent will now be getting deals closer to the main roster than developmental deals. Now that they officially are on USA, and the best news of it all for the wrestling fans from uh, Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Triple H will remain in charge, in control of the creative of NXT with no significant changes uh, planned for the creative. So all of that for NXT starting on September 18th, live from Full Sail University. They will be on the USA Network. What was your thoughts of this big news? The best, best petty move WWE has ever done. <laughs> this literally, this is the peaks and valleys, but an awesome petty move. This was the peaks and valleys of it. They made sure they cut the deal a couple weeks before AEW debuts. This was so well planned. This was so well planned, but this is literally the peak of Pettyville right here. You gotta love it, but I was super, Super happy for it, simply because now this almost guarantees the NXT roster to stick together for a longer period of time. This thank God keeps Velveteen Dream off their main roster. Thank God this keeps Adam Cole off the main roster. Thank God this keeps Johnny Gargano off the main roster. This keeps a plethora of talent. This allows now Pete Dunne to be on TV. This allows the bro to be on TV. This, this is such a, a phenomenal move by, who, who, who made this? Is this Vince that made this, this happen? Is this is a Vince move. This, this is the Vince, best. Vince is the man that starts wars. This is the petty move that you wars. had to be happy about because now you have literally a channel flicking situation. You have a flick the channel situation, which is something that we've been clamoring for for more almost 20 years now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a couple of caveats to your channel changing proposal for these Wednesday night, night wars. One, USA Network, uh, apparently NXT will not be available on the, on the West Coast airing live on Wednesdays. And two... NXT is going to be available on the WWE Network at 8 p.m. on Thursday. I'm sorry how DVR works, how channel clicking work. It don't work the same as it did in the 90s like I appreciated it back then. So I will be fine to watch AEW live on TNT on Wednesdays and then view NXT 
on the WWE Network on Thursdays. I get the best of both worlds. I get to watch everything. Right, right. And but don't that, miss a minute. But that makes you the, the I am, con- that, that, that's the world of convenience. But now when you have a day off, like how cool is it when you're off now that you can literally go back and forth now between shows? Like, you have that ability now to actually legit go back and forth between two live shows. That shit is going to be fucking amazing. That shit is going to be so much fun. Now, obviously, in time, we're going to catch both shows. We'll get to review both AEW and we'll get to review NXT. Obviously, pick which one wins each week. But if you're off or if you don't have anything to do on a Wednesday night and you get to see it live, that shit is going to be so cool. To be able to flip between USA and, and, and TNT. It's going to feel like, literally feel like the 90s all over again. Like, that shit is going to feel so damn cool. I'm really looking forward to that shit. I'm looking forward to seeing a whack match on NXT and be able to flip to AEW. I'm looking forward to seeing a bullshit segment on AEW and be able to flip to NXT. And vice versa. Because I don't want to miss a minute of the best stuff. You're going to miss a minute because you're flipping back and forth. But if that's, why, minute, if that's minute, why I gave you guys the right game plan. I'm trying to look for, look out for every wrestling fan. Just get the convenience. Convenience and suspense. Like, I want to be like, fuck, I, damn. Yo, did you see that shit? Like, oh, fuck, I might have missed that shit. But now you got the, oh, I could just go watch it on DVR now. Oh, I could just go back and watch it. Oh, I could just see it on Thursday on the network. Well, this, this is a petty move because a lot of thought wasn't put into it because he, of course, like I said, upset some uh, Fox representatives, Vince, making this move. He also is probably going to upset his relationship with the WWE and Hulu because the whole reason why Raw and SmackDown come on the WWE Network uh, after a live showing m- a month after is because Hulu has first demand of it being shown the following day. Now, with NXT being on the USA Network and it being on the WWE Network the following day at 8 p.m., that's going to affect their relationship with Hulu because Hulu's going to get be like, well, we want their, we want first dibs. Right. So it's gonna it's it's a very it's a very shaky move. I don't know. It's we're gonna probably have to wait like six months down the line to kind of see how it all plays out. I I expect NXT for the first couple of weeks to win this the ratings war because WWE is the name in professional wrestling and USA is the home of professional wrestling for so many years for what twenty plus years now. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, it's going on thirty years. So I have a question regarding that, right? So I think this is in, in, in anybody, even if you guys on. on the True Heels and Spotlight can 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 kind of like elaborate a little bit on this. Now that NXT has a two-hour time slot, and now this is going to be a television program, do you think that they're going to be infected by the salt of WWE programming to have to instill promos and all these cheap-ass corny segments, or maybe start to interject some authority nonsense? Like, do you see? Potentially, they they change their ways a little bit to maybe think they're capitulating to the right fan base. I think I think that people are fooling themselves if they believe that Triple H is going to be 100% control and that NXT is going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. It's definitely not going to be the same because even if Triple H, if uh, Triple H does have control of creative and Vince does is not involved, USA will be involved because if you if their ratings is not at a certain point. USA will input their 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 self into it. Why has the 24-7 title been one of the most prominent segments on Raw and SmackDown? USA. Why why did we have the Raw reunion a couple of, a month ago or so? 
USA. Why do we have the King of the Ring tournament back? USA. If y'all think USA is not going to get involved with NXT, y'all are bugging and y'all are ignorant and y'all just... I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Don't pretend. We've already heard rumors it's going to be a six takeover. Where the fuck are we going to fit in a six takeover? I think five was enough. We had four before. Five was enough for me because I was like, you spread it out. It's a bigger buildup. I love every one of the takeovers. And last year, I've loved, I've loved to like every one of the takeovers this year. But if you fit in a six takeover, now you're kind of playing with everything because six is going to become seven next year. Then seven becomes monthly eight. then it becomes a monthly takeover and then that's and then there's it, gonna be specials and then there's gonna be one night onlys and then there's gonna be performances and then there's gonna be the dream experience then there's gonna be the the johnny rebel experiment then there's gonna be the undisputed takeover and then there's gonna be the bro experiment you know that's already 16 shows so that's, that's what really mean. what I'm worried about with NXT joining a TV network is all of this add-on. Because I think there's going to be a lot of add-on to NXT, and it's not going to be in the good way. I, I don't, I don't, like, because NXT is literally one of those quick hour zip shows where you can literally just watch a couple great matches. The show is about 55 minutes. You get, like, two really bangers, and then your week is over. You get, like, a couple, like, story segments. And it's literally, it's it. Like, the, the show is quick, it's fast, it hits your attention span, and you're ready to move on. It's a perfect binge-watch show. Like, you can skip, yes, like, three or four weeks of NXT and then spend spend four hours then, then and watch an, it over. Then they have you know? an urgency with the NXT show because since it's an hour long, so they literally have to make sure they got the right segments, the right matches to make sure that not only is the, the crowd entertained, that this is actually something that we can put on the network and make sure that it's entertaining enough that I can come back to it every week. And now, no one gets overexposed on NXT because it's one hour. Now it's two hours. Exactly. Now it's two hours. So every NXT talent has to pretty much be on air every week now. So instead of skipping the week of Velveteen Dream, he's going to be highlighted every week. The Undisputed Era every week. Pete Dunne every week. The Bro every week. Is that going to be too much or is it going to be too saturated for our feeble minds already because we're already getting way too much wrestling content. So we got to hear from the spotlight and the true heels. What you guys think about NXT on USA, the impending Wednesday night war with AEW on TNT. What is your guys' thoughts? Mick Jackson says super excited for the Wednesday night wars since he wasn't alive for most of the Monday night wars. What a time to be a fan. Yes, I, I, love, I love the fans that didn't experience it, that the fact that they can experience it now. It's great. And Chris Gutierrez says NXT might get stale with the USA having say in the product, but at least it won't be dying like JJ's beloved ROH. Hashtag <laughs> take him out back. Hashtag kill that dog already. <laughs> well, well uh, god damn. Like, fuck. Like, just because I wanted to believe in having another company around. I mean, listen, man. With that shit... The shits that they've been putting out, man, like, I can't defend them that much anymore. But at the same time, it's like, all right, so I kind of do want to, I do want to interject a little comment that, that my man, the Stat King, did say as well and kind of put these two together. What I'm hoping and praying that this, this does not affect is the wrestling style of NXT. Like, because NXT gives you 
as close to the New Japan ROH, the, well, no, not ROH, no, but the AEW and, and all the events that we go to that is not broadcasted. We actually get as close to wrestling as we possibly can with NXT on a, on a large platform. WWE's wrestling style is fucking awful. It's true. So, what I'm afraid of is USA interfering with the wrestling style to dumb it down for the global audience of PG. I mean, I can, I'm I can, naturally nervous about I, that. I can see it happening. I mean, I think takeover the, the takeovers are going to be safe for now. For now, the takeovers are going to be safe. And at the end of the day, I've been able to skip a lot of uh, NXT TV and then come back for the takeovers and become an NXT fan again and then get back into the TV shows. So... I think it's going to be a little bit of the same for me. I don't know how it's going to be for the wrestling fans. So I'm going to make a poll right after True Hill Heat of what you guys are going to do. Are you going to watch uh, both live? Are you going to switch back and forth? Are you going to watch AEW live and watch uh, NXT on Thursdays on the WWE Network? Are you going to watch NXT live and just watch AEW on DVR? Or are you going to watch one over the other? So we're going to put up a poll and we're going to find out what the True Hills and maybe even the Spotlight Nation. You guys can get on the True Hills group page and vote on this poll. We're going to find out what you guys think. How y'all going to view the Wednesday Night Wars? I mean, personally, if I had to give my vote right now and I'll give my vote live on air, I'm definitely going AEW live. And, and the reason why I'm going to AEW live is because obviously it's a brand new fresh product. Like that is something that obviously that I am so intrigued on what they've been able to build for these couple weeks for these couple weeks that's, that's to come here with the NXT having that little little time in advance. But they've been building this show for months. They've been building what these shows are going to be like for months now. Ever since they got the announcement of being on television, like they must have this planned out for months. Like the stories start at All Out. So I believe, so I'm so interested in seeing what happens on their weekly television program to see if they are capable of, of long story builds that last months. Or I'm praying to God that they don't have any of the, the ideas that, that WWE interjects in their weekly program and literally thinks that they're trying to give you something fresh and new every month or every couple weeks and the shit is trash. So I'm, I'm just really intrigued to seeing what, what route they go. Yeah, to start off the Wednesday Night Wars, like I said, I'm going to watch AEW Live because it's something new, it's something fresh. I want to see how the production is one. I want to see how the stories are, and I want to see if they can keep up the quality that was Double or Nothing and the and the good to decent shows that was Fight for the Fallen as well as Fighter Fest. So I want to see AEW Live, and I'm going to continue to, to spend my $9.99 wisely and use the WWE Network to view NXT. But... The first two weeks, September 18th and September 25th, unopposed by AEW, I'm going to give NXT live on the USA a chance, and I'm going to watch on Wednesday nights. So let's get into a couple of uh, other top news topics very quickly. We got to get into the next chapter chapter of the uh, the man's man and the man saga. To, I'm about to completely finish my. I'm about to completely finish the whole bottle with. I know. I know. Within within like a few segments. Right? I, I, I love that. Um, I love that. I love that gesture. See how quick I got. I was able to actually manifest that quick little gesture there. That's some live TV shit right there. There you go. That's some live TV shit right there. The man's man saga has continued. And now, Seth Rollins has proposed to Becky Lynch. 
Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are engaged. This was officially announced via Instagram on Becky Lynch's Instagram yesterday, last night. And WWE confirmed it, reposting it onto their uh, Instagram as well. So, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, the relationship that a lot of you fans basically questioned. You said, if it, is it real or not? Just maybe six to seven months into their relationship, they are now engaged. What do you think of this lovely couple, the man's man and the man? It's sweet. Yeah? You believe in it? It's sweet. It's not a storyline? Are we still talking about this? I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of this whole engagement. I think it's just going to be used for a storyline on October 2nd on NXT, where their love began in Full Sail University. It will be Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch consummating their marriage live on air. Are we still talking about this? Seth Rollins consummate his marriage before Drake married. All right, he proposed. He proposed at the beach. He's gonna get some ass that night. Go ahead, like it's. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, does anybody want to know what's what's gonna happen between me and Black Page tonight? Like, like does like does any like is that really relevant to what? All right, okay. All right. they no, proposed. No, no, All right, that's great. We can move on now. This is not a wrestling storyline, so happy lives. You don't know that. Cheer you on. No, yet. Carry on. AEW news. AEW announces that they have signed with uh, signed Tony Giovanni to be on their TNT show. Tony Giovanni's been on the uh, Road Two episodes for uh, Fight for the Fallen as well as All Out. And beat, they beat uh, WWE to the punch, who has been trying to sign Giovanni as. As early or as late as last week. Last week they were trying to sign Shivani, and this week AEW has officially signed Tony Shivani. Um, good friend of AEW Brass, the Arrow Stephen Amell, will star in a Stars uh, the Network Stars wrestling series entitled Heels. Uh, he's going to be playing the main character who is the heel of the story. Uh, Private Party versus Jack Evans and and Helico has been added to the all, AEW All Out the Buy In. Big Swole, Ariel Monroe, uh, Sadie Gibbs, and B. Presley have been all been added to the Casino Battle Royal to determine who will get a shot at being the first ever AEW Women's Champion on AEW on, a- on TNT. Any thoughts on all this AEW news? I mean, it, it's great to get something different than than all the crap that we've been we've been having to subject ourselves to lately. So. This is actually, you know, it, it gets refreshing and it actually kind of gets your brain going for a little bit. And I'm like, I'm literally, I'm loving the fact that even in denial, Romeo is still on the troll path. Yeah. He's literally trolling in the comment section he, right now. He is. He's like even, literally, even he's literally, literally trolling in Can the you comment read one section. Of his co- comments? So uh, according to, to, to a person's comments on here, all I see is Jesus Christ, pal, spell your queen's name right. That's Charlotte with an S. What the hell is that? <laughs> so he's 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 at work while producing. He can't control his trollness. Like he can't keep he can't but you can't keep that shit inside of you for 90 minutes. <laughs> he can't he can't help it. He sees it, he's gonna fuck with you. So listen, True Hill, Spotlight, this is not baby Seth. If you say something or you sound stupid or you're gonna sell you're gonna spell something wrong or you're gonna you're gonna sound like an idiot, you're gonna get called out on your shit. Yeah, baby Seth is nice. I don't yeah, Romeo, yeah, I don't know. I can't say nice. He's a good person, but I don't know about nice. <laughs> 
the, baby face. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, not all baby faces are nice. Stone Cold was a baby face. So. He wasn't a nice person. Um, New Japan news. Katsuyoro Chibata, who just made his big uh, triumphant, finally getting physical after two years at the G1 Climax 29 finals. <laughs> He's apparently attempting to be clear to wrestle again. Will Ospreay has said that he still has five more years on his deal in New with New Japan. And Jesus this weekend, Christ. this weekend, Super J Cup will not be on the New Japan World uh, app. So a lot of people are disappointed by that, as well as Royal Quest in, on August 31st will also now not be on the New Japan World app. What's up uh, with that? Well, at least Royal Quest is going to be on the fight. Fight TV network. At least it's going to be on there. It's going to be available. But it, the Super J Cup, it's, I think, about three nights. Not going to be on New Japan World. It's not going to be on New Japan World until September. So you have to wait almost a month to see the results of the Super J Cup. Wow. I mean, I, that's, that's, that sucks, honestly. Because I'm not really a big fight user at all. So, I mean, if I'm not attending Legends or if I'm not attending... You know, you know, wink, wink. You know, you know, the trolls love story place. You know, if I'm not if I'm not attending one of those, then I'm not gonna know really. I'm not gonna use fight at all, or unless somebody's pushing it or streaming it. So it's kind of unfortunate that you gotta wait so long. Like, I mean, because by then you're already gripped into the next story. You're already kind of like kind of gearing up to, to to Wrestle Kingdom, honestly. By September, like you're gonna kind of be over it already. Like you like. We know our attention spans last this long. Who is going to go back and watch something that happened now in September? Like, shit, I, when I got back from, from the UK, I, yo, I skipped through SummerSlam. Yo, when I tell you I skipped through it. Like, I literally skipped through that. I saw that shit was five hours. I thought, who the fuck got five hours? Yeah, if, if if you saw the fiend entrance, you didn't miss anything. Right. So that so that's just my point. So it's like you know, and that's kind of like in a wrestling mindset period. Like, and if you don't basically catch the New Japan Cup, if you don't catch those matches live, unless it is highly recommended by yourself, not gonna catch it. Check out my top ten G One Climax Twenty Nine uh, countdown is coming to our YouTube channel very very soon. You're gonna check that out. Um, anything from the spotlight in the True Hills before we get into a little bit of WWE news and then talk about what we miss? All right. Regarding uh, Seth and Becky, Dwight Andrew Jeffers says, ah, who cares? <laughs> and Chris Gutierrez says he's all for lesbian marriage. I, absolutely. I want to know what you guys think. Who is going to be the groom and who is going to be the bride? I personally think that Becky is going to wear a tux. Uh, maybe maybe uh, red for her fiery personality, and uh, Seth will make will wear a dark a dark black and a gold uh, t wedding dress. Maybe. Yo, I, I, listen, uh, all this black and gold shit. So I, I, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that I believe that Becky proposed to Seth. Mm, I, I think that that happened. And um, so um, producer, are you gonna read Josh's comments? I will read Aldo Diaz's comment. <laughs> he thinks NXT will be more watered down than JJ's drink. Actually, so first of all, asshole, my drink isn't watered down at all. This shit is not watered down at all. This shit is, this shit is pretty fucking strong. This shit is really, really clear with a touch of color in it. So um, get your facts straight before you even come this way. You listen, just, 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 say, just say some correct shit. I want to hear Josh's comment, though. Josh said... 
<laughs> Romeo should get producer credit like Christopher Nolan. You know, <laughs> just credit and not actually doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was Screw that. you, child. I'm going home. <laughs> that was actually a really good line. <laughs> Oh man, that was awesome. He also says Seth will wear a CrossFit dress. Yeah, yeah, I can, I could definitely, I could definitely see the CrossFit uh, gear, CrossFit uh, wedding gown. For and, and Becky will wear leather spandex. Do you think? Um, who do you think will get invited first, John Moxley or Baby Seth? I, I, I think, I think it will be. I think by by a slim margin, Baby Seth, because he is Seth Rollins' child. This is true. So and I think he 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 needs the flower giver. He needs the flower bearer. I think know? the only way John Moxley gets invited is if he brings his ball with him. And he's definitely not bringing his ball with him. Yeah, I heard he left it at home. Yeah, he yeah he definitely left it. So he's he's not gonna travel back. He's not gonna go back to Vegas to get a ball to a treat to attend your wedding when you're not even a man in your wedding. How you gonna be? How you gonna be the guy in your wedding but you're the bride? The man's man. Well, let's talk about that. How you the bride? The man's man. I, I, I think this is what happens when, like, like two guys... But you see how the man's man, like, when that shirt came out, right? How the man's man was, like, that shit was mad small. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit in the corner was his... This nigga's logo was mad tiny. That's how you know you've been overshadowed. You are no longer the man in this relationship. Like, your shit was, like, literally as small as one of the ice cubes in this drink. When, you're, when your woman has a bigger uh, dick than you. Wow. Wow. And the fact that there's actual unfortunate... You know, wow, that's just disgusting. And so we got to get into more WWE news. So we have a somber note. Everyone, if, you, if you're watching at home, I want you to put your, your head down. Um, our Lord and Savior, Ronda Rousey, she had her finger severed. That. Severed during the filming of her new Fox show, 911. Her hand, she said that she was trying to close a boat door and her hand basically got stuck and it was, if you saw the picture, her finger was fucking hanging off the tendon. And this woman was taking a selfie and, and talking to TMZ and Instagram because she is our Lord and Savior. And even with nine, with, with nine and a half fingers, she's amazing. 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 But we want to send our prayers out to our Lord and Savior, Ronda Rousey. We hope you well. We wish you a very, very, very speedy recovery. Our Lord and Savior, Ronda Rousey. Unfortunate, man. Damn. That shit was gruesome. That, I mean, simple but gruesome. Simple but gruesome. That was, that was, that was like, wow. I mean... That's one of those things that you obviously, when as soon as you see it on the web page, like you cringe, like what, like yo, you literally kind of like make sure all your fingers are intact because that shit was wow, like that was that was not not for the faint of heart. Like if you got a weak stomach, you 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 definitely not. And she just literally just looking at that shit with a screw face, and she's just gonna get it put back together she's gonna be fine but at the same time it's like just seeing the image is like yo literally like it was almost off like it was literally almost off like that 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 was pretty pretty graphic that was pretty pretty sickening 
Go to the Ronda Rousey website where she has like a whole video talking about the whole experience. And definitely you can see like the stitches to her finger afterwards, the before and after of the whole scene. So let's talk about two Eric Rowans. So we gotta talk about the Roman Reigns attacker storyline. The Roman Reigns attacker that was two Vintners. Two Vintners. Two Rowans. So Daniel Bryan, so a couple weeks ago, of course, we talked about how Roman Reigns went and confronted Buddy Murphy, who was on the scene when the when the forklift fell on Roman Reigns. So he confronted him and he told him that Roman was the person behind the forklift attack. Uh, Daniel Bryan said that it wasn't Roman and that he would find the attacker this week on SmackDown. And to end the show, they pulled off the, the hood and it was a second Rowan. It was a guy with a spray painted beard, obviously, because they didn't even take the time to spray paint the side of his head. It was obviously black, so his beard had to be black. And oh my God, I have never, I have not laughed so hard for a WWE reveal like I did for two Bittners. Two Eric Rowans. What was your thoughts? This storyline is the best WWE storyline. Unintentional comedy is the best thing WWE does. This is why I can't wait for Wednesday, Joe. This, yo, like, oh, my, like, come on. Come on, yo. Like, yo, first of all, the, the Roman Reigns attacker story wasn't even interesting to begin with. It was. It was not. Yo, did you see the attack? It was shit. It was horse shit. And then, and then the, you know, the best thing to come out of this attack was that pretty damn good match that he got with Buddy Murphy. Because Buddy awesome Murphy match. is the spear seller of all time. You became number two in place to Christian, who naturally sold it because his body almost got shredded in half by Goldberg. Buddy Murphy, you became number two in selling spears of all time. Christian had no choice because he almost got killed. Dolph Ziggler was good at SummerSlam. <sighs> Whatever. Um, what the fuck? What the like? It, it, it's yo. It's every time you see them, you think that they're taking like a step forward. You might think that they're they're trying to progress a little bit. They're trying to get a little bit better, and then they go and pull this shit. They go ahead and go and pull this. Like, yo, they pulled. A who? A who? Uh, another, another person that no one cares about. Because no one cares about fucking Eric Rowan. No one cares about him. I don't even care about him. And I got him on my fantasy team. And he actually gets me points. And I don't give a flying fuck about him. And, and I have fantasy interest in him. And, and the fact that people, obviously, many people that doesn't participate in this stuff that we do, doesn't care about him already as it is and then now what you're gonna do is that you're gonna interject a second version of someone that no one cares about okay i didn't write this down but what was worse the 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 second eric rowan reveal or the fact that wwe cut the nuts off of eric of uh kevin owens on smackdown kevin owens the badass kevin owens this generation's stone cold steve austin walks into shane mcmahon's office and he tells him that that $100,000 fine was too steep. He looked at his family and reconsidered. He apologized to Shane McMahon. He called Shane McMahon a good father. 
and he he apologized. He wanted to shake Shane McMahon's head, hand. Shane McMahon refused, and Shane McMahon uh, basically said he would think about raising the fine, but Eric, but Kevin can't touch any referees. And of course, Shane McMahon was the referee for Kevin this Owens, is, King of the oh Ring qualifier. Oh my God, this shit is fucking abysmal. Like, this shit is abysmal. Like, like, I, like, oh my, yo, this is like literally the, like the, the, the great depression of wasted talent. Like, th- th- this is so embarrassing, yo. Like, I, I, yo, I don't think I have actually watched a full episode of SmackDown in the better part of two months. Like, my it's fast, been good. yo, my fast forward button has been lit. It's like, actually it's been good. Whatever. It's been lit. You've been missing out. Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I, I, you know what? I, yo, yo, listen, Ultimate Alliance has been lit. Hey, Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns was excellent. I highlighted uh, that. I gave Buddy, that credit. Buddy Murphy versus uh, Daniel Bryan was really good. And how many week. matches, how many, how often has Buddy Murphy been on SmackDown? Just the last two weeks. Like, what Apollo, the? Apollo, right. Apollo Crews versus Andrade was a really good match. I, lo- I like that match as well. So, SmackDown's been good the last couple of weeks. Speaking <laughs> of SmackDown, The Undertaker will return to the WWE on September 10th in Madison Square Garden because they're not selling tickets. They're not selling tickets for Madison Square Garden, so of course they got to put the old dead fuck, uh, the nostalgia, (laughs) the nostalgia kicker. They got to put him on the fucking card to sell some tickets, but of course they still ain't sold out for the MSG show. And I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be the only one booing The Undertaker, because all y'all motherfuckers going to keep giving him the fucking hall pass for the bullshit that he pulls every fucking time. I'm sick of this shit. I've been sick of this shit for, for 40, 45 fucking episodes. 45 fucking chest. episodes of Chewy Hui and y'all motherfuckers giving this motherfucker the pass and y'all boo Roman Reigns, y'all boo Ronda Rousey, y'all hanging on AEW. Fuck y'all. <sighs> we love us some Undertaker. <laughs> yo, but not yo. He actually looked halfway decent at Extreme Rules. He did, which he did. which gave everyone a whole new two year. So we have just we got some breaking news on our little thing here. So Undertaker's final WrestleMania is going to be WrestleMania 40. So Undertaker will be around for another four years, four plus years. That's definitely from Brad Shepard. Yeah, that was a Brad Shepard confirmed by Dave Meltzer. So, you know, so we, we got speaking, The Undertaker for another four years, so just get used to it, pal. Speaking of uh, WrestleMania, I didn't write this down as well. The rumored towns for WrestleMania 36, no, 37, <laughs> will be Los Angeles and Las Vegas. So, I don't know about you guys. I won't be going to uh, Tampa for, this, uh, for next year's WrestleMania, but... If it's in Las Vegas or Los Angeles, I'm definitely out there for WrestleMania 37. I mean, I mean, if it's in Vegas or Los Angeles, I mean, I mean, fuck, I don't give a fuck about who's showing up. I might go to everything but WrestleMania and fucking forget WrestleMania even take place. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, you know, like Vegas is shit, but they're going to have that. Ooh, if, I'm telling you, if that, that building is going to be ready. WrestleMania definitely shooting over there. 
They shooting over there. They shooting. They shot because they want to go before a Super Bowl. Oh, they 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 shooting. They shot real quick. They 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 ain't playing no games if they get in there. So they 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 basically banking on. They want to see which building gets done first, the rest of the Los Angeles building or the Vegas building. So I'm pretty sure whichever one is done first, they're putting a bid in immediately back to back for both WrestleManias, Vegas and Los Angeles. That's probably going to be where the next two WrestleManias are going to be after Tampa. I agree. I can see that. So the last bit of WWE news, XFL XFL franchise, franchise names were announced. So here we go. We got the Dallas Renegades, who will be playing at the Global Life Park. We got the Washington, D.C. Defenders, who will be playing at Audi Field. We got the Houston Roughnecks, who will be playing at... How fucking racist is that? Who will be playing at TPCU Stadium. Oh, my God. The L.A. Wildcats will be playing at the StubHub Center. Yo, if you are from Houston... The Houston Roughnecks? Like, yo, are you dead ass right now? We got four more teams. The Roughnecks? New York Guardians will be playing at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. A third football team that doesn't play in New York. Seattle Dragons will be playing at CenturyLink Field. The St. Louis Battlehawks. We'll be playing at the Dome at American Center. Yo. And the Tampa Bay Vipers will be playing at the Raymond James Stadium. Yo, this shit sounds like literally the next, like, eight Marvel movies on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> this shit, this shit is so awful. Like, yo, it, did you, if you see the logos, you would really think that they just had a collaboration with Marvel Studios to have appearances on Disney+. Plus. Like th- this shit is this shit is fucking epically bad. Like like wow. And, and first of all, the first player that they signed, if we want to really talk about this shit right here, the XFL landed their first big name quarterback in signing Landry fucking Jones, the backup quarterback to the Pittsburgh Steelers is Ben Roethlisberger that probably played like three games in the NFL. He is literally their headline name for the XFL. Why? First of all, you know what? I'm glad that you highlighted this shit because this is literally like if you if, if, if fucking the defenders get season two, if they get a second season, literally take these names and just call episode one Renegades, episode two the Defenders, episode three Roughnecks, episode four Wildcats. Episode 5, The Guardians. Episode 6, The Dragons. What the fuck are the two other episodes? The other two episodes are going to be the Battle Hawks. And then the episode, the season finale, will be the Vipers. You just got all of your season titles through the XFL. You're welcome. I hope they do a nice season of Defenders. I really miss Daredevil. Um, let's hear from the Spotlight and the True Hills before we get through what we missed. A ton of prayers for Ronda. I've never seen a chat this religious. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all. Appreciate you all praising our Lord and Savior. Maybe if you guys did it a little fucking earlier, she would still be here. But anyway, go ahead. Nick Jackson says, uh, might as well rename The Undertaker the Spirit Taker because his spirit goes out the window every time he's on the screen. I agree. I he's agree. In Infinity. Along with he's, he's an Infinity Ghost. He's on, like, level 29. He's right like now. Red Skull. Maurice wants... Maurice... Williams wants to know if you're getting a pick with the Undertaker. Maurice, my dog. What up, bro? Uh, go for it. 
funny? That's or? a damn good question. Are you gonna well, get? Well, he, he backed out of Starcast, so I, I mean, I'll never get a pick with him. I won't be going to Access anytime soon. So fuck all that. Wow. So um, no, no pick. He actually, if you're getting a pick with the Undertaker, though. no, he's not gonna be at Starcast. He won't be at WrestleCon. He, I'm not going to Access. I'm good. I'm not paying three hundred fucking dollars to to take a picture with a dead. Oh, don't I, worry. I oh. go to my local funeral home and take a picture with a fucking corpse if I wanted to take a picture with the fucking Undertaker. Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. The minute that we find out that we're going somewhere together, oh, we're definitely gonna get a GoFundMe started. And I swear to God, if you do not correspond and take this GoFundMe picture with the Undertaker, we will call for you to be banned from True Hill Heat. It's not. The, it wouldn't be the first time. Anything else? No, no, no. I, this this, this will be a, this will be a contract. Anything from the spotlight in the truth? A lot of Nia Jax slander for no reason. Yeah, let's Wait, hear this. Why, why are they? So we didn't even talk about. Like we didn't even talk about Nia Jax. Let's uh, let's hear it. All I all I can see is uh, nine fingers and still a better wrestler than Nia Jax. Wow. Wow. Nick Jackson said she'd be a better wrestler than Nia Jax with no hands. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. 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 What? Why is all the slander to Nia Jax? We haven't talked about Nia Jax. You know, prayers out to Nia Jax as well. She's in recovery as well. She's recovering from an injury. Damn, why all the hate for Nia Jax? I don't know, man. I thought you were the insider, man. You got stocks in this shit. I, I mean, I, I, I do have stock in WWE, but I, I don't know why people are hating on Nia Jax when we didn't even talk about Nia Jax. Like, yo, dude, yeah, we haven't even surfaced her name. Like, we have shit. Like, we what, like, what is up with that? Like, did somebody literally shoot their shot and get shot down or something? Like, did you just shoot at her DMs and she shot you down? Is it like Wilkins Burner account or something? I don't know. What's, what's going on? Um, so we got to talk about what we missed. What we missed last night was the uh, Super J Cup night one in Tacoma. Of course, uh, we had big moments in the night. It was one of Jushin Dunnaliker's last U.S. appearances. He appeared in a tag team match, teaming up with Carl Fredericks against Ren Narita and Sho Amito. Sho Amito, a.k.a. known as the Shooter. He is the colleague of, of course, John Moxley. Uh, the first round matchups, we had uh, Rocky Romero versus Soberano. We had Clark Connors versus TJP. We had Carisigo versus Bushi. We had Ruski Taguchi versus Jonathan Gresham. Robbie Eagles versus El Fantasmo, which is a match that's been building up for a number of months ever since Robbie Eagles turned his back on the Bullet Club joining Chaos. We had Yo versus Dragon Lee. We had Sho versus Taji Ishimori. And Will Ospreay in the main event, the IWGP heavyweight champion, going one-on-one -on -one with one of his idols, the Amazing Red. The Amazing Red, the trainer of HOG, one of the pioneers of TNA's X Division, came back out of retirement to main event this show in Tacoma. And what many are saying, including Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Radio, he said it was one of the greatest matches he has ever seen live. One of the most amazing matches he has ever seen live in his life. So I know, I don't, I don't know about you, but. When it becomes available on New Japan World, I'm going out of my way to watch Will Ospreay yeah, yeah, versus Amazing yeah. Red. Will Ospreay versus Amazing Red, ever since the Super J Cup bracket came out, this was the one match I needed to see, no matter how the, everything else panned out, what the finals would be, I didn't care. I needed to see this match because this match is probably amazing. I heard Will Ospreay played an over-the-top 90s uh, villain. He wanted to be the heel. He wanted Amazing Red to be the babyface. I heard a uh, one of the biggest pops 
people have experienced live. Many people on Twitter went live after in Tacoma and said one of the biggest props they ever heard live was Amazing Red hitting the cold red on Will Ospreay. So I don't know about you. What was your thoughts when you first heard Will Ospreay going one-on-one with Amazing Red? Exactly what you just said. That, that's literally when I heard when that match right there. That is literally... If I don't see anything else on this card, on the spot, like, there, I, I don't see anything. But the, the for some reason, I want to see the, 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 the show versus Ishimori match for some reason, too. I well, really want to. Sure. Like, sure. I want to see that one, too. But I am definitely, I am definitely searching immediately for Osprey and Red. Like, that literally just looks like. Back when you had those jitters, when you got the the Will Osprey Ricochet match, yes, like when when you got that, it was like, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I gotta see it. I don't care what I'm doing. I gotta see it. This is it. I gotta see it. Gotta I, see it. Absolutely. I heard another good one was uh, Clark Connors, who is one of the uh, LA Dojo Young Lions. He was trained by Lance Storm. Now he's been training with Shibata in the LA Jojo. Him going one-on-one with TJP, I heard it was one of the better uh, rookies versus veteran type of matchups, knowing that uh, Clark Connors only been wrestling for about three years, and TJP being the youngest veteran in professional wrestling. And I love the fact that TJP is in the Super J Cup. And I would love to see TJP in New Japan for a number... For, for a while now, I hope he does a tour in Japan because TJP is an excellent wrestler and he didn't get the opportunity that he really deserved in WWE. If you remember, he won the Cruiserweight Classic back in 2016 and never even really got a run with the Cruiserweight Championship afterwards. He lost it in basically his first feud against uh, Brian, the Brian Kendrick and mm-hmm. then they transitioned that over to Rich Swan. So... TJP didn't even get the real opportunity that his contract really deserved because he was the first ever Cruiserweight champion. And the fact that he's in New Japan, I hope they do some more with him. Yeah, I mean, but the, the, I think it was the TJP story is that I think that he, he became, and this is, you know, what, whatever anybody says, he became stale to the fan eye. He became stale. Like, he, he was the shit coming out of the Cruiserweight Classic, but once he came out to the Mega Man theme, it was, like, really cool. And then he became stale. He literally became stale. That's why they try to, they, they were way too late with the heel turn for him. They were way too late with that. So, it, well, I, not to interrupt you, but what did you say? If they went too, probably, like, too lame and too corny with the character? Or do you think it was a, a, a more of an overexposure type of thing. Um, it, I, I would say it, I did. There's rare cases where I would actually say that this was the talent's fault, like because I, I don't because I wasn't drawn to TJP at all. Like he came out to that thing, like it was cool for like two weeks, but it never evolved to me. It never grown more than a video game player one start entrance. Like it was once that was over with, you get that, you get that fad. Like it would have been really cool if he does that like, like once a pay-per-view or something like that. But to see that every episode of 205 Live, to see that every time he comes out, it, it, it just became dry. It was pretty, pretty corny after you see it over and over and over. And he really did nothing to evolve himself at all. Like his matches were the same. His style never really changed. He never really did anything extra in his matches. So his his character, and along with what he did in the ring, never really did much more for me after the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, it really didn't. And then his heel turn was like a whole year later. Like, 
dude, our spans don't last that long. This is true. Our attention spans are not going to last that long at all. So we got to get into what's next. Let's hear from the spotlight and the true heels. Any thoughts on the Super J Cup or anything else that we discussed so far before we get into what's going on on the next show for the Super J Cup this weekend? Dwight Andrew Jeffers agrees with you guys that uh, TJP was really underused in WWE. Thank you. Thank you, Dwight. I appreciate that. Appreciate the content. Um, so what, what do you think, who do you think is going to come out the Super J Cup? Before we break down, what's going to be the matches on the next big show coming up tomorrow night in the Super J Cup coming? I think that's going to be the next show in Long Beach. Oof. I mean, Osprey obviously didn't win the, 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 the climax. So Osprey, I mean, it's like you, you kind of keep going with Osprey. You keep going with, I, I feel like it's going, but it's. Damn, who 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 out of this group can actually like pull this out? Okay, so I won't ask you who you think is gonna win because we can break down like the next round matches. But who do you think is gonna be the guy to watch in this tournament? I want to see Dragon Lee. Yeah, I, I want to see Dragon Lee's performance through this. I want I want I want to see Dragon Lee's performance throughout this cup. I mean, because we already know what the big names is going to bring. We already know what that, between him and Robbie Eagles, like those are the two, I want to see what they bring to this tournament. All right, I like it. So we got to break down what's the next round in the tournament. So in the, in the first night in Tacoma last night, it was uh, Soberano Jr. getting the victory over Rocky Romero. It was Caristico. Caristico, you may remember as the original Sin Cara from WWE or Mystica from uh, Mexico. He got the victory over LIJ's own Bushi, and they're going to be versing in the next round of the tournament. Who you got, Soberano Jr. versus Caristico? I like the feeling of Caristico. I heard it was a couple of botches in his match with uh, Bushi. It reminded people that he was the original Sin Cara, but I heard it was a pretty good match. Uh, Silverano Jr. versus Rocky Romero. Oh, well. I feel like, well, let me just say, even though he's eliminated, Rocky Romero is one of the most underrated wrestlers of my generation. Like, Rocky Romero doesn't get the respect and appreciation that he deserves. Mm -hmm. And for people that are just watching New Japan, all they're going to know him for is being an announcer. Like, Rocky Romero is one of the greatest junior heavyweight wrestlers in New Japan history. He's won the New Japan, uh, the IWGP junior heavyweight tag team titles more than anyone in history between his tag team with uh, Kozlov and his tag team with Trent Barretta. So, Rocky Romero doesn't get the respect he deserves. I heard he had a great match with Soberano. So, who you got, Soberano and Caristico? You got uh, Caristico getting the victory? Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. So, Even with that nice sell. It was a great sell. <laughs> it was a great sell. It was a great sell. So, Morano Jr. is one I don't have too much information on, but I'm going to go with Carisico. I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think Carisico gets the victory with his finishing room, La Mystica, named after his original name. Uh, TJP. Like I said, the youngest veteran in professional wrestling versus the former IWGP junior heavyweight champion himself, the man you got your eyes on, Dragon Lee. Who you got? Dragon Lee, for sure. You got I, Dragon I Lee? Don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not sold on anything about TJP. So, Dragon Lee, in, yeah, it's going to be a decent, it's going to be a pretty good match. I will say it's going to be pretty good, but I definitely got Dragon Lee winning this match, for sure. 
All right, I'm gonna agree with you as well. I think Dragon League gets the victory. I think Dragon League is gonna get into the later rounds for sure. Who you got in this one is gonna be El Phantasmo versus Taguchi. These guys have traded back victories. It was Taguchi who got a very highly emotional win in the New in uh, the Best of the Super Juniors tournament against El Phantasmo. El Phantasmo coming off a very highly anticipated matchup with Rugby Eagles. This feud that's been going on between this two these two gentlemen ever since Rugby Eagles turned his back on the Bullet Club. ELP got the victory in Tacoma last night. And now he moves on to verse Taguchi. He beats Taguchi back in Australia for the uh, Red Pro Cruiserweight Championship. So they're 1-1. Who you got in this one? I mean, yeah. I mean, he was like probably like the next guy that I had my eye that I would have said I had my eye on if I had to pick a third guy. So I'm definitely going with El Phantasmo in this match. I'm definitely going with El Phantasmo. Did our producer just fucking leave? Our, our producer, he like, went, did he just like did he literally just like leaves? Did he no. what the fuck? Did he go take a shit? No, he had to he had to take a small a slight break. He had to take a slight break. Yo, our producer never leaves the show. Well, well, well baby Seth has the bladder yo, of uh, yo, like he uh, has a, a bladder attached to his little 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 testicles there and pees right there on set. Well, I, I don't think the people at home needed to know that. I don't think I This is how he that. survives us for two hours. All right, can we move on to the next match, please? Let's, let's just move on. Uh, and I kind of like, like the sternness, I, I, though. I, I do. I kind of like, like the sternness, And then finally, we got Rapongi 3 ks show. He got oh, the victory God. over Ishimori. These guys annoy me. He's going to go one-on-one -on -one with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Will Ospreay. So Show got the upset victory over Ishimori. I thought myself Ishimori would move on, and I thought Ishimori would be the guy who defeated Osprey in this tournament. But now it's Show versus Osprey. Who you got? Definitely, thank God I gotta worry about no Rapongi 3K predictions. I'm definitely going to Osprey. What the fuck? <laughs> thank God I ain't gotta deal with Rapongi 3K's annoying asses. Why? Why are you not a fan of Rapongi 3K? Fucking annoying. Why? Like everybody loves them, but they're just fucking annoying. Why to are they annoying to they're you? They're just, I, you, there's just certain things that just attaches to me, and I'm like, they're annoying, and that's what, that's how I tagline them. But they're, you have no reason to, no, at all, no, no reason whatsoever. I have no ill will toward, no, no reason whatsoever. I have no Baron Corbin rants towards Rapungi 3K. Maybe it's just their fucking name. Rapungi 3. Or the theme song. Maybe the theme like, song. It, it's something, but they're fucking annoying to me. Or it's the fact that they spelled their, both of their names with all capital letters. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That you Whatever. feel like they're yelling at you every time they say, Show! And yo! They're fucking annoying. They're fucking annoying. Rapungi! 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 This is the happiest. This is the happiest this nigga's been all episode. This nigga finally decides to get happy when he finds out that something annoys me. He finds out that he finds he found a trigger, a new one. No greater joy than stuff that annoys top guy JJ. I know you guys love it. I know you guys watching us on our YouTube channel love it. And I know you guys watching yes! us on the smile. Yes! Yes! What Producer, read Ness's comment. He just he just he nailed it for me. He nailed it for me. Yes, 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 Why yes. Not? Ness, you fucking nailed it. Romeo, yes. Taking ahead, producer. Look at that. Get on your fucking job, yeah. producer. Oh, that's, well, that's 
happened at a few times. Yes, so. <laughs> says if Show goes solo, he's gonna flourish and be a star. But JJ doesn't like him because they look like Japanese versions of P Diddy and Mace. <laughs> yes, yes. Now who's hot? Who not? Tell who rock? Who sell out? Like no, like come on, y'all niggas supposed to be wrestling, yo. So who is who is Rocky Barrero? From the R to the A to the D D Y. Let who me is, never see who, you die. Who, Let me see you who die. Is, who is Rocky Barrero? Rock all Barrero? the shots, rip all the spots, rock all the rocks, cop all the drops. No, like done. I no. would think Rocky Romero yeah, is. I don't, yo, oh my god, like thank you. I would think Rocky Romero that. is. You fucking nailed that. You fucking nailed no, that. No, I think he's wrong. That's awesome. Yes. I think he's wrong. Whatever. Yo. I think he's wrong. Yo, I think Rocky yo, Romero is. If you check the comment section, you see how many people agreed with Ness. Yes, this shit is fucking fantastic. You can you tell nailed me. that you got shit. It right there. You can tell me how many people agree with there's it. At, there's six and counting. Six six laughing emojis? Six or? and counting. Oh my god, that's that's quite impressive. Which Hold means on, we're on the same page. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, producer. See, that's what a the fuck you mean take yours back? Anything else from anyone else that we haven't heard wait, from wait, so you far? Can't, you can't take a laugh back, you son bitch. I just did. Anything like, that like, we talked yo, about yo, in yo, the past. Yo, whoever friended the producer, you need to take your life back and your friendship back. Like, who takes a laugh back? Hey, he's my favorite rival and friend. So, anything from the spotlight and the true hills. About to put angry emojis on every single Charlotte pick that he has on the website. Well, damn. That's, that's rude. We've got a lot of uh, predictions here. Jaquan James has Osprey winning. Nick Jackson has El Fantasmo or Dragon Lee. Not a- not a very bold move picking two guys. <laughs> Chris Gutierrez has El Fantasmo. And uh, Ness, True Hill Ness, has Dragon Lee and Osprey in the finals, with Lee getting his win back from the Battle of the Super Juniors. He means Dominion. But it's all right, Ness. I, I feel like Dragon it's either going to be Dragon Lee or El Fantasmo's tournament, for sure. Like I think those are like the main guys, because Will Osprey doesn't need this one. He doesn't need to win the Super J Cup after he had one of the greatest performances of all time in the best of the Super Juniors. Mm-hmm. I can agree. See, we, we agree for I can once. agree. It takes us all episodes. It takes us, like, what, an hour and a half? I can agree. I can agree. finally agree on something. See, we go, there we go, guys. You've been waiting for it as well as us. I can agree. So, Sunday is the semifinals as well as the finals. So, I think we pretty much agreed on all the matches in the tournament. So, it's probably, I think it's, it, I don't know how the brackets works out, but it's going to come down to, from our predictions, Osprey, Carisico, Dragon Lee, and El Fantasmo. Who you got? So are El Fantasmo and Dragon Lee like on opposite brackets? Because that would be an awesome finals. I know El Fantasmo and Will Ospreay on the same side of the bracket. So that means Dragon Lee. Bang! There goes my finals right there. There goes the finals right there. And I see Dragon Lee capturing this. I can see that. But I'm going with Dragon Lee. I just said that. I'm going with Dragon Lee. I just... I just said that. I'm going with Dragon Lee. I agree. I'm going to agree with you again. So there you go. Just say you agree, agree with me. I'm going to agree with you. Don't try to act like you was about to give a whole different opinion. <laughs> you just agreed with me, you asshole. I'm going to agree with you again. Oh, did he give his laugh back? Yeah, he did. He did. There you go. 
Dragon, you I see, feel... You see, now y'all can refriend him, and I won't give all only, angry only emojis to Charlotte The only reason I say Dragon no Lee is because El Phantasmo is on the same side of the bracket as Will Ospreay. So you hey, set up you two challengers for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight t- title. El Phantasmo already has a victory against Ospreay in the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. He gets one more in the Super J Cup. He meets Dragon Lee in the finals and loses to Dragon Lee, and Dragon Lee sets himself up for maybe a rematch at King of Pro Wrestling, or maybe even a rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Even though I have big plans for Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom, but I'll save that for true. Uh, listen, listen, listen. Forty-six. I got, I got some great news. I got some great What's news. What's going on? I got some great news. So, so Austin was able to sneak out of his auntie's bed, and he's actually watching now. So, so, how's it going, buddy? He snuck out of bed. It's past his bedtime. What did, what did Austin say, producer? He, he just said, welcome back. Oh, he said, welcome he said, back to you? sorry, it's late, and welcome back, JJ. Yeah, yeah, he got out of bed. Oh, so, he just woke up? Yeah, he got, no, he got out of bed. He got put to bed at 8 o'clock, so he, he jumped out of bed when Auntie went to work. He sneaked out. He sneaked out, yeah. So he, Past he, curfew. Yeah, he's way past curfew right now. It's like 10-something that night. You're so mean to him. I, I, I think he appreciated the fact that you took off your Titans hat. That's why he, t- he started watching. No, but, but you see Captain America is wearing a Titan shield. Do you see that? That's he's disgusting. He's wearing a Titan shield. That's disgusting. He's wearing a Titan. He, he is literally the, 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 the hero of the Titans. That's disgusting. Also, on Sunday, during the semifinals and the finals of the Super J Cup, Jushin Thunder Liger, as well as Juice Robinson, Tensuyo Naito, and Jay White will be in action. Do you, do you see the logo? It's not the star, it's the Titans. I really didn't need to know. Anything else during the spotlight and the True Hills before we wrap everything up? So thank you guys for watching True Hill Heat 45. This is the last one before I hit Chicago for AEW All Out. AEW All Out, live from Chicago at the Sears Center on August 31st. August 30th, Friday, August 30th, I'm going to be going live on the Spotlight Nation as well as the True Hills group page with True Hill Heat 46. Top Guy JJ won't be with me live in Chicago. So, I've got the, the infamous, the man that's been helping us out with the stats since day one, since episode one of True Hill Heat, the Stat King. John Paul Martin will join me on True Hill Heat 46. One year in the making since he joined us for the first time at All In last year in Chicago. We'll also be joined by the pot heel himself, Jaquan. Jaquan James. Jaquan. Wait, 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 what? Yes. Jaquan James, True Hill Yeah, Jaquan and John. Yes, the stag on the King, same stag King. Wait, wait. First of all, first of all, I didn't even know Jaquan talks. Yes, he talks. He talks, and he's gonna be bringing his Randy, I he did, his I Randy he did, Orton title appreciation live to True Hill Heat no, 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 Forty Six. Randy Orton no, no, no. appreciation thread will be coming live to True Hill Heat no, no, Forty Six. I, I thought Jaquan just went and traveled everywhere. Well, he gets shares. Like, yo, he literally goes to every fucking event that exists. And he gets shares at each of them. Yeah, I didn't know he actually spoke at them. Yeah, he does. So, wait, wait. So, I'm going to actually get to hear some words from Jaquan himself? And he's going to have a chalk line jacket. He's probably going to bring, like, three of the chairs with him, right? 
I hope he brings some chairs, but nah, he probably can't go through customs. Probably can't. Wait, yeah, customs. Yeah. Dude, y'all going to fucking Chicago? Talk that's about like customs. A far, that's a far, a far away planet. Y'all niggas like, don't need passports to go to Chicago. I'm gonna bring my passport because my ID expired. So. I mean, yeah, that's your identification, but you don't yeah. need it. That's just because you're fucking careless and irresponsible. How am I careless and irresponsible? It's not my fault that my ID expired on my birthday. Like, oh, because you got drunk and fucking lost it. No, I didn't get drunk and lost it. I still have my ID. I can show it to you right now on there. You just said you're bringing your passport because you lost your ID. No, I said my ID expired. If you're listening, you never listen on any of these lost, episodes. That means you lost your ID, you No, it doesn't. Fuck. It means my ID expired. It's I'll show you invalid. Right now. It's no. fucking invalid. Who the fuck carries around an expired ID? I do. Look. This nigga has my name. Wow. Inspired um, May 18th, 2019. <laughs> Yo. I didn't realize until Yo. until I went to Northeast Wrestling Prison Break. So, shouts out to the staff at the Poughkeepsie Civic Center. You guys pointed out that I have an expired ID. I appreciate you guys because you still let me have drinks. At least so. it actually has more. Wait, wait, wait. Did you have, you have the same lack of, 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 po- of, of um, New York City government acknowledgement signature from... from the city of New York. That's what Bruno put up on his card. Y'all niggas are in the same status right now. What Y'all don't get no respect from the city. Apparently. Apparently. Bruno, Y'all don't get no respect. Bruno AB the... deserves more, more respect. Yo, Y'all don't get no respect from the city. Y'all ain't got no government signature on your ID cards. On our YouTube channel, our subscribers need to put <laughs> in the comment section, Bruno AB deserves our respect and Bruno AB needs the the support of the new york state and the support of i mean our, he got the support system. of new york state now you just don't so please put in the comment section on our youtube channel if you think baby seth committed the attack that put bruno in crutches i think i think you're right i think you're on to something I, I might be on to something i really i mean that was a hunch but i really do believe that that the fact that bruno has been really practicing he, he's been training he's been he, he, he's literally been watching Hulk Hogan tapes this whole time. He's been saying his prayers. He's been eating his vitamins. You know, and he, he's been doing his thing. And then all of a sudden, he goes down literally a couple weeks into this. Mysteriously, he takes a picture with, 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 with these little towels around his ankles. But nobody sees what happened. That's how baby Seth flows. That's how he operates. I swear, it's a vintner. It's a second. That's baby, how he it's operates. It's a second baby Seth, I'm pretty sure. Anything from the spotlight in the True Hills before we wrap everything oh, up? Oh, man, JJ. Oh, you're not going to like these comments. Let's hear it. That shield on your shirt, says Chris Gutierrez, is stronger than any Marcus Mariota throw he's ever seen. So you had to Google to see who my quarterback was, too, because y'all don't watch football. So you had to Google that, too. So you had to get on Google and see who my quarterback was. because Chris, Chris watches football. He's a Jets fan. That's exactly why he doesn't watch football. That team hasn't been to a fucking championship. He hasn't even been alive to see his team be in a championship. At least I've been alive to see my team be in a championship. I've experienced what a Super Bowl is like. Y'all motherfuckers have black and white TVs. Just saying. Austin Kennerly says that JJ looks like he licks people's fingers after they eat a Popeye sandwich. I lick people's <laughs> fingers? Okay, okay, wait, 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 what, wait, what? I lick people's fingers? Ew, that, 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 okay, first of all, no, 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 that, that, 
That is fucking out of pocket and straight <laughs> disgusting. Whose people's fingers am I licking? Like, ew. Like, dude. Yeah. Like, that's how I know that you are in sleep talk mode right now and you woke up out of bed, <sighs> snuck up out of your auntie's fucking, out of her closet or whatever because you was grounded for fucking staying up past your bedtime. Sucking people's fingers? Wow. Nah. Whoa. Yeah. No comeback for that one. That was fucking disgusting. Wow. Anything else? No. Okay. So, <laughs> where can they find you on social media, Top Guy JJ? Instagram at TrueHill underscore Top Guy JJ. What the fuck? People's fingers? Who just ate Popeye's chicken sandwich? Who just ate Popeye's chicken sandwich? I wanted to bring a chicken sandwich here, but you there's no Popeye's around here. It's all about Popeye's chicken sandwich. There's no Popeye's sandwich. around here, though. There's all about Popeye's chicken But there's not sandwich. a Popeye's over here, though. But it's all about Popeye's chicken now. Apparently, motherfuckers are fighting over that shit. Uh, apparently, Chick-fil-A was not a, not happy with them. I mean, that's what happens when y'all want to fucking make shit three ninety nine and make shit affordable for black people. Like, that shit, like, that shit was We appreciate you, Popeyes. Apparently, you don't when it sells out. Quick plug for a couple of other items that we got to touch on. Uh, the Toxic Talk. We're, we're up on uh, YouTube as well as iTunes, wherever you guys want to listen to your podcast. Toxic Talk is up on there. We're talking about men's lifestyle. What, what are you laughing about? Because <laughs> Chris said Austin is watching Drew Heat with his onesie on. <laughs> of course. All right. It's always a good time when we're roasting people in the comments section. Like I said before, I got a special G1 Climax 29 top Might be 10. my favorite comment that Jason has ever put on here. He said, don't worry. He's probably licking women's feet, which is still nasty. I mean, certain dudes have weird fetishes, but, you know, it, it, I mean, yeah, it is kind of kind of nasty. But Sounds you know. like Al Bundy. Uh, I have a special G1 Climax 29 of, version of The Count where I give you the top 10 matches to watch from the G1 Climax 29. That's coming up on our YouTube channel. Expect that after True Hill Heat 46 in Chicago. We got Facebook. Uh, you can join our True Hills group page. We are over 4,100 on our True Hills group page and approaching 4,100 on our True Hill Heat page. So support that. Like like, and support that page. The Spotlight Nation, over 70, 71,000 on the Spotlight Nation. So thank you, everyone, from Spotlight, JJL, actually, Charles Wick, actually, as well as Lewis. Actually, a little correction on the Spotlight page. The Spotlight page is over 76. Seven thousand. It, it, it changes thousand every day. Followers on the spotlight page. It's actually the actual count is seventy-seven thousand two fifty-five. That is fucking remarkable. JJLs does an excellent job leading the way, as well as Charles and Lewis. So thank you guys from there. Uh, Jobber Tears podcast group. Uh, Austin, who's always supporting and watching watching True Hill Heat. He is one of the admins over there. So please support our. Partners, our friends over at the Jobber Tears podcast page. Congratulations to them. They are approaching a thousand supporters, a thousand followers and members to that page. So support that. The Jobber Tears love the kids. Yes. And Battle Club Pro. Battle Club Pro <laughs> are special New York City independent promotion sponsors. So shouts out to them. Battle Club Pro, anything you can do coming up next month uh, in Brooklyn. It, on Twitter, True Hill Heat, Miss Chrissy Love, the sensational Miss Chrissy Love is on Twitter as well. Uh, Instagram, Miss Chrissy Love is up on there as well. Sensational Miss Chrissy, Chrissy Love. Uh, I miss you, Chrissy. 
Top Guy JJ, like he said before, you can follow me, True Hill underscore Epic SP3 on YouTube. True Hill Heat. We are approaching 300 subscribers to our YouTube channel. So keep supporting our YouTube channel. I know you guys love it watching us live on Facebook Live, but we want to bring the live experience to YouTube. So we need more of you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a bunch of interviews up on there, a bunch of segments, the G1 Climax 29 countdown as well as a special non-wrestling segment where we talk about power and the timeline from season one to season six me and chrisley chrissy love is up on there you can say the comment that's making you laugh before we cut, we end this off <laughs> yo chris i tell you i'll be owing chris drink show he said, is watching Drew Hill Heat because he's still waiting for his warm milk to go back to sleep. The roasting of Austin never ceased to amaze me. Our YouTube channel, you can check out True Hill Heat as well as Jimmy Macaran where we're talking about Power, Umbrella Academy, iTunes, True Hill Heat, as well as Toxic Talk. For the top guy, JJ, for our special producer, Romeo, thank you once again for joining us. Until Chicago for All Out Weekend and True Hill Heat 46, I am the True Hill Phenom SP3, and we are signing off until next time. And Chris, I definitely know what a Super Bowl is like, even if I lost by a yard. Tell me what it's like for your Jets experience in a Super Bowl. Thanks. <laughs>